This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about. This is a place. Welcome to this week's episode of This is a Place podcast. My name is Nate, and with me is a guy who used to be addicted to basketball, but then he rebounded. Brandon. I was addicted to basketball back before COVID. We played a lot of basketball. We did. We did play a lot. And now we play maybe once a month. It's getting to be that way. Yeah. Even though we've been trying to get the old game back together. After a two-year hiatus. I feel like we have like a good week of basketball. Everyone has fun and it's like, you know, we want to keep playing. And then the next week comes around and everybody bails. So it's very hit and miss. But I do remember that you used to talk a lot of trash in basketball because your skills are garbage. Very funny. Very funny. (laughs) (laughs) What else you got? What else you got? Get it all out of your system. Oh, I don't know if I have any. Well, basketball players stay cool in hot gyms by hanging out near their fans. Good one. That's it. That's all I that's want. It. That's, that's all, all you got. That's all I got. Well, it's... That's all, the, guess... that's all that's bouncing around in my head right now. <laughs> I guess it's not technically two weeks worth of basketball episodes since we had a normal episode last week and then uh, a Friday episode. Is that two weeks in a row we've done that? Two weeks in a row we've had a... So we've had... A bonus episode. Yeah. How many episodes have we done in the last two weeks? Three or four? A lot, yeah, like four. Yeah, so don't get used to this, people. This is yeah. not the norm. <laughs> it's not going to happen. We still have day jobs, but eventually, when we start making enough money at this, then we could put out more content. Yeah, as Gary V would say, we need to put out more content. One of these days, but for now, you're going to only get sick of us one day out of the week. But we need to have another basketball episode to recap this. All-Star Weekend that we talked about on Friday. Because we talked about it prior to everything happening. And now we've got... The post-game show. Let's do it. So I think our... Our um, goal of this episode is to talk about the top five things. There's probably more than that, but we ain't got time. And... We should first start out by saying how much fun we had going to all the activities. From my couch. (laughs) We went to a total of zero All-Star Weekend activities. And I, yeah, just. I had ambitions, but then the kids weren't feeling so good. And it sounded like a lot to do to go downtown with all the people. Friend of the show. Chris, he was downtown on Saturday, mm-hmm. and he was sending us videos and pictures, and didn't look like it was as crazy as we'd expected, but yeah, we still didn't get around but to it. But it was as if we were there, though, so thanks, It's Chris. like we were there, Chris. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But I do feel guilty, because I my kids were actually out of school Friday and uh, the day after the All-Star game, so Monday. And UTA has been free for that whole week. 
and they love going downtown. It was just, just one of those, like, you don't have anything on the calendar, but I just had so much stuff pop up that it impeded me from going downtown, which was frustrating. But, and to be 100% transparent, I didn't even watch the final all-star game. <gasps> I have it on my DVR, but was it one of the coaches that said that was the worst basketball game ever played? Yeah, the Nuggets coach. Yeah. Mike Malone, I think, is his name. Sounds right. So, but, I mean, you don't bad. really miss much when it comes to all-star games. And I guess before we start off with the top five moments, I messaged you yesterday. I think I figured out a solution. Because I was thinking about the all-star game. You got all of these, what you call all-stars. It's the best of the best. But you never get to see in any sport, really. Hockey's done better with the three-on-three. I think we talked about that already. Because you can tell the guys are being a little competitive because they want to win. But you never get to see the all-stars really battle it out like they really want to win. It's more of a showboat, uh, uh, glorified pickup game. And even that, it's not even really a pickup game because the pickup games can get pretty intense, but not these. So I was thinking when you play Little League Baseball... At the end of the season, they pick one, two, three kids from each team to go to the All-Stars to compete against other All-Stars, right? And then they have a season. Um, And that's obviously really competitive. I'm like, why don't they do that with all major league sports? At the end of the season, you have an All-Star League where you either do a small tournament or something. And there's there's if there's something on the line, um, and I'm guessing for professionals, it's got to be money. There's got to be a big prize at the end. Uh, for the person or the team that wins the all-star tournament or game. And that way you get to see the best of the best competing at a high level to see how they would fare against each other. Right. And that would be, that'd be money. That'd be so fun to watch. But then again, I was like, would that take away from the regular season? Would people be like, would that, you know what I mean? Would that be stepping on the feet of the, the champion who just won whatever league it is, but same time, it would just be fun to watch all stars battle all stars. Something to make it actual an actual yeah. game out of it. Yeah, instead of instead of playing NBA Jam, whatever they do. You know, we can start with number five from this conversation. Team Giannis won, and they did make a donation. So I guess their prize is a donation to a charity of their choosing. And in this case, it was two Utah charities. One was I want to say the Boys and Girls Club of Utah and the other one that team Giannis selected was something about some, I have no idea, some Utah charity. So they won. It might've been just a million, a million dollars went to their charity and the losing team still gave 500,000. So it was like half, but either way, there's going to be a donation made. So what's the real incentive? And do they really care that much about the Utah charity that was thrust on them? I don't know. Who knows? But either way, I think the the top five moment I have from from this list is Larry Markin and just living his best life because he was the lone all star from the Jazz. Of course, he was picked last in all of it, which was kind of a bummer. He just looked like he was having a great time. He was happy. He had a really nice alley oop at the beginning of the game. There was speculation and the announcers were kind of talking about that 
when they played, they would try to make the guy playing host, the home guy, they would try to make him the all-star MVP. That did not happen in this game, and that's fine. But I think just him coming from where he was and now being this star in Utah, I think was cool to see. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Yeah, it was nice to... And that would, guess, be kind of a bummer if you had the all-star game in your city and you don't have a player on the team. Yeah. So. Um, and he deserved to be there. All those stats. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All the stats point that he's, he's very worthy of being an all-star. I don't think it was. They threw a bone maybe in that they never picked people from Utah. But he definitely deserved to be on the stage given his his stats and his production. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he is an all-star, and he's a major reason why the Jazz are in the hunt for the playoffs and not at the bottom like Houston. So, But I only watched the first quarter of the game and realized quickly it was extremely boring. So that's as far as I got. It's just sad. Just sad. So the number four I've got was the performance by Utah resident Post Malone and Jewel performing the national anthem. Yeah, Cool that they highlighted she was from Payson from Utah and Post Malone, all his ads talking about how great Utah is and then performing at the beginning of the All-Star game was pretty cool. But I will say Jewel's performance was a little closer to uh, a Fergie type performance. It wasn't the best. Not her was, best, not her best outing. <laughs> it was a little, a, a little, a little pitchy, a little showy, a little pitchy all over the place. But the, other than that, cool that they, they tapped someone from Utah to, to do it. Maybe next time do Brandon flowers instead, even though he's technically from Vegas. But he lived here, so I think that. Well, oh, then he grew up in Nephi a little bit, and then moved to yeah. Vegas. Did you catch any of that or Post Malone? Anything? I did not. I just know I saw all the commercials Post Malone was doing for the All Star Game leading up to it. Kind of like Utah rocks. Yeah, and he did a concert at the complex one of the days too. So I love having him out there talking about how great Utah is, and someone like him really owning his residency here. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a, he's a big name. He's pretty, probably one of the bigger names today. Yeah. In that scene. Yeah. He was just running in circles. So number three, I've got the Matt McClung winning the dunk contest. This mm-hmm. isn't a Utah tie-in, but it's worth noting because it was pretty cool. Pretty. 
pretty kind of historic in a lot of ways. Dude's played in two NBA games total. Yeah, I think he played one for the Lakers and one for Philly, right? Is that what he did? He was the G League rookie of the year last year. So he's not a he's not some bum when it you know what I mean some bench no kid slouch. But slouch. Um but supposedly he did really well at dunking in high school. He was kind of a YouTube sensation on in high school and um but man he his his life changed kind of overnight with that dunk contest. So he had made up to that point, you've seen that? Yeah. $106,000 in career earnings and he made $100,000 for winning the dunk contest. So he <laughs> doubles earnings. He doubles in income one in afternoon one night and then he also got signed to a two-way contract, right? So they were Philly the couple days before um and at the dunk contest, I think he signed a, a endorsement deal with Puma. Nice. And so I mean, even just from the dunk contest and the the popularity he has right now, I'm, I was pretty confident he would get a few sponsors. Or he's be able he'll be able to capitalize on that for the next little bit till we forget about the dunk contest. But um, a lot of people are saying he he saved the dunk contest, and it's crazy because I mean, if looking at him next to the other dunkers, he was really there's quite a height difference too. Oh yeah. He's only six one. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of his dunks if maybe done by somebody else may not have been as impressive, but because of his height and stuff like that, it made it really impressive. Um but what was I gonna say? Carmelo I was gonna say was when was the when was the last judges. time that you can remember that we anybody talked about the dunk contest after it was over, right? I mean, Donovan Mitchell won it Donovan a few years Mitchell, ago. We yeah. talk about it here in Utah, but it wasn't no offense, Donovan. It wasn't like the most impressive win. I think Gordon was his name, Gordon from Orlando Magic. That when he like jumped up and like threw it underneath his legs, like he's almost like sitting in a chair. Mm. Do you remember that dunk? That one was impressive. Yeah. Um, it was fun when Vince, Vince Dwight Howard back in the day. Vince Carter, of course. And the and yeah, who video. was that guy that kept doing that same dunk? He did it like three times in a row. I'm like, we get it. You can put your elbow through the basket. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, stop. <laughs> like, that's all you got. You think that's gonna win you the dunk contest? Um Carl Malone didn't think so. No. Carl I did, Malone like, was the I, harshest critic on the I did think he kept it real though, which I mean I agreed with a lot of his scores. Um but yeah, I mean I mean Dwight Howard and was it Nate? What's his name? Their little superman and kryptonite thing that was fun for a few years but it's been a while i feel like since the dunk contest has been like wow and i believe his the dunk contest has over like 520 million views right now on youtube like the most views it ever had and that happened within like a 24-hour period after so yeah so he kind of highlighted the whole all-star and who nobody would have guessed that the dunk contest was going to be the the highlight of the weekend. So, yeah, good for him. Happy for I guess happy for him that. So number two, I got on the list, and maybe you'll question why this is only number two. Is the Jazz won the Skills Challenge? Yeah, I mean, so Jordan Clarkson, Colin Sexton, and. Uh, Walker Kessler, right? 
the three yeah. of them did the skills challenge against Giannis and can't remember who the third team was. Um, they had a was it Philly or something? No, doesn't matter because Jazz won. Yeah, I'll be. I mean, Kessler, Kessler, is that his name? Yeah. Okay. Great player, great guy, but I was kind of surprised that you have a center participating in the skills challenge. Yeah. But, um, and I think part of the reason they, one of the main reasons they won is because I don't know what was going on Saturday night, but not just the skills challenge, but the three point contest, nobody could make a shot. Was there something wrong with the gravitational pull on Saturday night or? It's the elevation, man. So the skills challenge when they were doing that shootout, that was pretty embarrassing. Like, I think, <laughs> I think me, you, and one other guy could have beat <laughs> <laughs> any of them. Any, any of them. Um, and I'm not, and like people say it all the time when it comes to like pro sports, right? Like, I could be like, no, no, you couldn't. But this one, I'm like, I think, I think we have a chance. You only have to make like two shots at, in a minute. Was that what they had? I didn't even watch it. You didn't watch it? Oh, no, okay. I, I, I started watching after they when they were getting their award for winning it. So oh, okay. Well, basically what they did is they had kind of like a Nintendo game. There was different spots on the floor with different point values. And the one way back was like five points. So you had 60 seconds and you had one basketball. So three guys shooting one basketball. So you had to rebound it and pass it to your teammate wherever they were. You know what I mean? And try to yeah. accumulate as many points as you could. And I think the first round the team got six points which means they made two baskets in one minute. The second team got like eight. So the Jazz really just had to make like two, three baskets, which was kind of nice for them going to be in the last team knowing they don't have to rush it. They can mm-hmm. just take their time and hit the shot. So, um, and I think Kessler was the one who technically put us over to win, even though we scored another basket after. Mm-hmm. But you're just like, really? Like, you guys, I don't know. I, I just feel like, almost anybody who knows how to play basketball could have competed in that event and, yeah. and done pretty well. It wasn't really. And maybe the other teams were sandbagging to give Utah a win. Who knows? Yeah. And then on top of that, we had the second, like we're showing for a three point shooting contest, as far as a player missing so many shots, the number one goes to Michael Jordan, believe it or not for the worst three point outing. Um, but a lot of the teams, like like even the first the first person went up was um, what's his name from Indiana? No, two players from Indiana did pretty well. Crap. Anyways, but the first uh, the first round or the first player to get up, he only scored like twenty. You thought it was a pretty crappy showing, mm-hmm. but it held out. Like <laughs> yeah. it held to the very end, and I think Mark and um hide him and then they both oh got yeah out. it was uh jason tatum tatum yeah went first and you're like oh that was a crappy showing but then the rest of the people you're like what the heck's going on tonight like nobody yeah. nobody can make uh make shots so and then what's his buck from the pacers i mean they had this uh deal where whatever person can score whoever scores 30 points if somebody scores 30 points in the three-point yeah. contest they're going to donate like donate. was it three hundred thousand dollars and luckily, one guy did. <laughs> yeah, on the Pacers, but um, other otherwise, that would have been lost. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those. Are you guys kidding me? It should have been pretty easy because they added those. I don't remember years past having those two four point shots. Oh, what do yeah. they call them? What's the name of that new? The starry, the, Sierra, the starry Sierra Mist, which is garbage, by the way. 
Is it different tasting than Sierra Mist? Yeah, or? It's, it's a terrible, terrible replacement. Sierra Mist was way better. But anyway. Is it not just the same thing? Mm-mm. No, it's I didn't different. Know that. Oh, I didn't know that. It tastes more I like thought... Sprite, but not as good. I thought they uh, just basically rebranded Sierra Mist. But like, and that was weird too, not having it called the Sprite Slam Dunk Contest. It was called Starry, whatever. But they definitely put in some money to to market it. But as you know, I don't drink soda, so I don't know what it tastes like. You're not missing out on that one. Okay. We've kind of jumped ahead to my number one moment. And it's my number one moment because it was maybe like the biggest highlight for Utah in in the skills challenge, aside from the Utah Jazz winning, but was Damian Lillard winning the three-point contest in a Weber State jersey. Yeah, that's pretty cool that he got permission to do that and kind of shown his love for Weber State. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I thought that it was it was really the closest to move. a hometown win that we could get, right? Right. Exactly. I think it's just cool that he, someone like him. I mean, he's moved on. He's, I mean, he's never won a championship in Portland, but he's he still holds on to those Utah Ogden roots. He put out a rap album a couple of years ago and talked about Jerry Sloan and playing for the jazz and, and from when he was back at Weber state, but just so cool that he still had that much love for his alma mater. I feel like you don't see that as much in the NBA that people, a lot of times you don't even know where people have come from, where people have played. They just don't really talk about their, their college days as much, but somebody like him to still hold on to that, to his, the somewhere is unknown in the the nation's eye as Weber State, I think was really cool that he he did that, and he had the jersey on all the way up until he he put it like a Portland shirt on when he went up to get his reward. But they asked him about it, and he just threw a lot of love towards Utah and Salt Lake. So I thought that was a one Class. of my favorite moments from the whole thing. Classy move. Yeah, it's good. Real I classy. mean, Weber State was the only college that recruited him, right? Yeah. So that's crazy. I mean, somebody was joking around like, oh, well, whoever the scouts were in that area screwed up. But it can be hard because, I mean, you can develop a lot and grow a lot from high school to college. Um, So Weber State really – well, he left out with, with that one. And he's from like the the three O's. He li- was born, grew up in Oakland, then went to Ogden. Now he's in Oregon. So there you go. Just keeping it real. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, enjoyable to see Utah on the, the big stage. I do have a dishonorable mention. You might know where I'm going with this. And it's to Shaq and... Charles Barkley for being such jerks. She talked Louise. about how boring our our state is. But at least they said we're going to heaven. I mean, that's good. But well, they yeah, I think that was their way to soften the blow. Is like it was a it was a backhanded compliment. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Or I'm going to say you're awesome, but tell you you suck at the same time. One hundred percent. But I mean, is is it really the first? NBA player for that matter to, to everybody's got everybody's got that idea about Utah 
what what everyone does is they know that there's Walter's Osteria. Everybody goes to dinner there and talks about that. And that's it. That's the only thing that Utah has to offer in a lot of these guys' eyes. And then but, I love how, uh, I don't know if you watched the celebrity game. Did you watch that at all? A little bit. That was kind of fun. Uh, what's his name? Guillermo went and grabbed a uh, pie pizza from oh, yeah? somebody. Or maybe they had pie pizza selling. There. I don't know if they sell it there. And he tried to offer a slice to Shaq and Shaq, you know, like Shaq couldn't do it because of his Papa John's oh, yeah. ownership. So he's like, nope. <laughs> um, but that game was fun. That was that was interesting. I'm kind of going way off another tangent off subject, but uh, there was like two a second left and there was a Hail Mary from half court that went in, but he released the ball just a half a second too late. But that would have been mm. fun. Actually, yeah. ended up being a pretty fun game to watch, the celebrity game. Um, but going back to Barkley and Shaq. Um, and I like those guys, too. I, I do. Enjoy, I enjoy their show and their banter. But and, 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 and to be honest with you, I appreciate their honesty. That's what I like about them is they're usually not politically correct. They just kind of say what they think, which I love. So I'm not I'm not. I mean, and are you the, shocked? Are you shocked at, at all? At the same it, time, are they wrong, Nate? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Are they wrong? No. For what they... So here's my two points. Well, a couple of points I got. Number one, if you remember when the All-Star... We talked about last episode, the All-Star game in 93. Um, Michael Jordan didn't show up on time and got fined $50,000 because he wanted to go golfing. That was his biggest thing for All-Star games. Like, if I'm going to have a break, I want to go golfing. Mm-hmm. So they find him $50,000 for not showing up on time because he was golfing somewhere else. And he's like, Oh, $50,000. And he prepaid next year's fine because they were going to be in <laughs> Toronto or something like that. And he knew he was going to be golfing again. Kind of like, okay, so he's paying $50,000 to go golfing. That's just a different level of life that we will never understand. <laughs> yeah, I get mad when I had to pay 50 bucks to go golfing, let alone 50,000. But I always find it interesting that I understand if you're coming here for a short stay, it may not be your Las Vegas, your LA, your even Orlando New or York. places like that, New York, where there's tons of nightlife and tons of sightseeing to do. But I always find it interesting that a lot of players like Carmelo, for instance, was mad when he found out that he was coming to Utah. Right. Mm-hmm. And where does he live now? When you can live anywhere in the world. He lives here in Utah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think a lot of players at first, when they hear they're going to Utah, are just like, ah, no way. But then when they end up living here, they end up loving it and end up staying or wanting to stay, right? Yeah. A lot of them actually get kind of ticked off when they get traded because they're like, they want it, they want to keep living here, especially if they have a family. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to keep living here. So I mean, it's not your party state by any means there's a lot of i guess there's a lot of things you could do to get into trouble but not a whole lot but if you're looking for a wholesome place to live with a lot of things to do outside of drinking (laughs) and partying (laughs) there's there's, we have a lot to offer so i think that's why a lot of celebrity and look at that post malone he's here i mean he could live anywhere in the world and he chose to come live here he's a part here and he's a part of here too so he he finds things to do but like I said, not surprised, but I also do appreciate their honesty. You sent this to me, but should we should we let them hear what uh, legendary Hoops Hall of Famer Bill Walton said? 
How cool has this been? Salt Lake City. Why don't we just have every all-star game right here at this airport? Phenomenal. Spectacular. Incredible. Terrific. Empty the thesaurus because you guys got it going here. The efficiency, the amenities, cleanliness, the way you're moving all these uncountable thousands of people through here every day. It was just absolutely wonderful. Better than perfect. I can't wait to come back. And take that, all you airport haters as well. Yeah, coming from a guy who travels every other day. <laughs> I yeah. love Bill Walton's so fun. The That's the one thing that Pac-12 has going for them, right? Is they got Bill <laughs> Walton. Yeah. As one of their announcers. That's the only thing they've got going right now. And he's hilarious. So, like, yeah, if he ever announces like the BYU Utah game, it's just he's just he's just a bucket full of positive energy. Yeah. So good guy, and good to see some big some time love. NBA name. And you mentioned also Carmelone. I mean, it was cool to see those guys still. Have a love for Utah, Carmelo and John Stockton. They both were highly recognized throughout the whole weekend at games they were at, and Carmelo being a part of the dunk contest judges. So, you sent me that thing that says John Stockton, Carmelo in the Delta Center again. What was the other ones? Maverick, Top Gun sequel, <laughs> Karate Kids back, Indiana Jones, Bill and Ted's. Just had a movie recently come out. All these things from from the eighties are being relived again. And it's twenty twenty three. And then ladies and nineties, I should say. There's a funny Instagram page I follow called Utah Satire, and they posted this tweet that said, "We can't believe Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley have the audacity to call Utah boring after we broke our own laws to provide a pop up liquor store for the NBA All Star Game." How dare they? Everything they did, they rolled out the red carpet with a single liquor pop-up. Yeah, I, I just think they're right, but Utah has more to offer than just drinking and smoking. And if that's what you're looking for, this isn't the place, I guess. I mean, they still have it, but... We do. We have Magna. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going out to Magna all the way from Salt Lake. No, but I think it was a good weekend... I wish I'd had more ambition to go and participate in some of the festivities, but just cool to have Utah on the big stage for a couple of days. Heard it brought in a lot of revenue for the state, which is great. If we could have seen some of that revenue ourselves, it would have been better. Right. Sorry, one little tangent to the kid who won the, the dunk contest. Mm -hmm. What's his name? Anyways. Yeah. There was a father and son from Corner Canyon High School that went to the G League game. And then after they just went downtown to see the festivities and there was like a, a couple that were lost. They were looking for the hotel. They're like, Hey, we're not from here. Can you help us get to our, to the Hilton or wherever? And again, like, yeah, no problem. They helped them. They're like, Hey, you going to the all-star game tomorrow? They're like, nah, their tickets are too expensive. And she's like, well, would you want tickets if I can get them for you? They're like, well, absolutely. And so turns out it was his parents, the, the dunk contest oh. winner's parents. She made a phone call and got his phone number and email and, sent them tickets to the to all-star game so that's awesome maybe he does belong maybe their parents and his family does belong here in utah because they're yeah. so nice and friendly 
Sure sounds like it. So, so always be kind and help people. You might get tickets to the All-Star game. One last order of Utah Jazz news. It's sad to announce that Russell Westbrook is not going to be playing in a Jazz uniform this season. <laughs> I did love that. I sent you that meme, right? The, the Jazz Nation sent out. Yeah. Utah legend. Utah legend. <laughs> exactly. Something like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, so- is anybody surprised? Are, are you surprised Westbrook is leaving? <sighs> You know, I think I would be more surprised if he did end up playing. That would have been more surprising if he stayed rather than I going, agree, so. but they got our hopes up a little bit. They played with us, it right? it was a possibility. It really never was, but... And yeah, I think I even told you, too, like, he's going to stay in L.A. is what I think I... I thought I told you, but I told somebody else. I'm like, yeah, doesn't have to move. He can just right. stay there. Yeah, it's literally the same stadium where he was playing. I saw someone on this. It was a Reddit post. People asking, what's your favorite memory of Russ as a jazz man? Someone said when he said it's Russ in time and Russ all the defenders. (laughs) The best one is when he triple doubled his order at Crownburger. There you go. Oh, they were asking if they're going to retire his number. (laughs) (laughs) Statue in front of the stadium. Oh, <laughs> and someone said, "Good luck in the other in the other L.A. Russ." <laughs> <laughs> the other L.A. At least yeah. the Clippers have been relevant the last decade or so. I mean, but anyway, that's the episode. That's what we got for you today. Uh, what? Well, let us know what your favorite yep, moment. That from- was our All Star Cast episode. <laughs> all Star Cast. Episode. We got all of our All Stars from our podcast. Come on. <laughs> Yes. Um, let us know what your favorite moment was from All Star Weekend or your least favorite moment. And uh, like and subscribe. Share with your friends. Yeah, click the link below. <laughs> <laughs> Hit that like or whether no punch that like button. Is that what they say? Thanks for listening to This Is a Place podcast. See you next week or in 30 years for the next All Star Weekend.